0: The body of Christ has many different parts, just as any other body does. Some of us are Jews, and others are Gentiles. Some of us are slaves, and others are free. But God's Spirit baptized each of us and made us part of the body of Christ. Now we each drink from that same Spirit. Our bodies don't have just one part. They have many parts. Suppose a foot says, I'm not a hand, and so I'm not part of the body. Wouldn't the foot still belong to the body? Or suppose an ear says, I'm not an eye and so I'm not part of the body. Wouldn't the ear still belong to the body? If our bodies were only an eye, we couldn't hear a thing. And if they were only an ear, we couldn't smell a thing. But God has put all parts of our body together in the way that he decided is best. A body isn't really a body unless there is more than one part. It takes many parts to make a single body. That's why the eyes cannot say they don't need the hands. That's also why the head cannot say it doesn't need the feet. In fact, We cannot get along without the parts of the body that seem to be the weakest. We take special care to dress up some parts of our bodies. We are modest about our personal parts, but we don't have to be modest about other parts. God put our bodies together in such a way that even the parts that seem the least important are valuable. He did this to make all parts of the body work together smoothly, with each part caring about the others. If one part of our body hurts, we hurt all over. If one part of our body is honored, the whole body will be happy. Together you are the body of Christ. Each one of you is part of his body. Contemporary English Version. Greater than if instead of a jam, or even a flower, we should cast the gift of a loving thought into the heart of a friend, that would be giving as the angels give. Greater than. Greater than George MacDonald, 1824-1905. It's easy to take things for granted. For instance, we don't typically think too much about our toes. Until we stub them, drop something on them, break them, or need a podiatrist to operate on them. Then, we not only know they're still there, but our entire body, along with the mind and emotions, feels the need to give a lot of attention to the lowest end of our body that enables us to stand and walk without thinking much about it. The body is an apt metaphor for how to think about humanity and its various systems and institutions. We might see the face of any church or organization, but there are scads of people behind the scenes doing all kinds of good work. For example, The golfing profession understands the importance of caddies, lawyers know the need of paralegal professionals, healthcare facilities and organizations rely not only on nurses and social workers, but also on cooks and housekeepers. Schools need the coordination of teachers, parents, students, volunteers, and the entire community to effectively realize the education of children. Also, as you well know, it's easy to take for granted services we receive. Until we don't receive them, or in a way to our liking. Then, we pay attention. We want action and resolution. We want our food now and to our exact specifications. Sometimes we might even forget that we are dealing with people, not cogs in a machine or parts in a system. Millions of people labor every single day, sometimes even seven days a week, just to make ends meet and provide for their families. When we neglect to see or understand this, we have done our fellow human beings a gross disservice. It's also awfully easy to forget how radical the Apostle Paul's words were for first-century folks, especially in religious circles. Throughout the Old Testament, the Hebrew community was God's people. If you wanted to worship the one true God, you came to Jerusalem and learned from Jews. But Pentecost and the giving of the Holy Spirit changed things in such a profound and organic way that the world would never be the same again. Paul preached with fervor and flavor that there would not be a separate Jewish church and Gentile church. They have become one body of Christ through the redemptive events of Jesus. Both Jews and Gentiles have the same spirit, not different spirits for each group. Jesus did not die so that people could be fragmented from each other. Christ was crucified to end, once and for all, the segregation, discrimination, and ostentation of one group of people above another. The cross was the ultimate radical act of justice against the powers of this dark world that seek to rank people according to their relative importance and worth. The power of resurrection is the energy of God raising Christ from death to triumph over the realm and system of evil throughout the earth. All kinds of people everywhere are to rise with Christ in a great demonstration of God's power to subvert the status quo of discriminatory racism, extreme individualism, gender inequality, social and economic classism, and any kind of ism which places one group of people in subjection to another in misguided notions of superiority. The Church is to be a community of redeemed people reflecting the diversity of God's big world. No two groups of people could have been more different than Middle Eastern Jews and Greek Gentiles. Yet, Paul adamantly insisted that they together, not separate, make up the one body of Christ. It isn't easy listening to another group of people who think and act differently than you and me. But listen we must. And respond we must. It is our biblical responsibility as believers in the way of Christ. Believers are only the body of Christ when we are united and together as one people of God. There is no ability to look down your nose on another person if you are already kneeling on the ground in humble prayer at the foot of the cross. There is only the chance to look up. There is even the opportunity to allow someone less privileged and fortunate to assist you. Yes, we all need one another, even if it doesn't seem that way at first. It isn't our job to colonize other people's culture and society to make it more like our own. It is our duty to share good news, make room at the table, extend love in the name of Jesus, and work together as the one people of God, formed by the Spirit. Almighty God of all creation, I understand we don't struggle merely against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities, those institutions and systems that keep separatisms alive by perpetuating the lie that some members of the family are inferior and others superior. Create in us a new mind and heart that will enable us to see brothers and sisters in the faces of those divided by human constructed categories of power disparities. Give us the grace and strength to rid ourselves of stereotypes that oppress some of us while providing entitlements to others. Help us to create a church and nation that embraces the hopes and fears of oppressed people everywhere, as well as those around the world. Heal your family, God, and make us one with you, in union with our Lord Jesus, and empowered by your Holy Spirit. Amen. Above Photo Credit, Music for Life on Pixabay